It's Naughty by Natty, baby. Uncontrollable itching has been reported. Hey, all of you lovely and beautiful souls out there. I'm back with another episode of NBN Naughty by Natty. So today we got a good episode, but I'm not going to tell you anything in advance. It's just going to be a surprise and you're just going to have to listen and figure out what's going to happen today. But first, I'm going to be reading you a short story from Tristan Terramino. Again, one of hers. And it is called Cunt Candy Factory. Alright, so, here we go. I owned Julie Ashton's ass and pussy. I spanked her cheeks, teased and probed her two orifices before I ever met her. Let me clarify. I had Julie Ashton's ultra-realistic pussy and ass, a rubber replica of the man- of the famed porn star's private parts. Before I saw said star in the flesh. After the career on the film, she went to co-host Night Calls on Playboy TV and radio, which she's done for 10 years. When I first met Julie, I already felt I had a connection to her. After all, her rubber genital self accompanied me around the country to dozens of workshops and lectures. When I couldn't have a real live model, I always had Julie on. In? Question mark. Which should demonstrate techniques. She brought my sex education to life. In March of 2005, the real Julie took me to the headquarters of Doc Johnson, one of the world's leading sex toy manufacturers. I was expecting one huge factory, but it was more of a compound with multiple buildings all buzzing with activity in North Hollywood. I got a tour from the president himself, Ron Braverman, who proudly proclaimed, We were first company to manufacture and market butt plugs. My hero. Doc Johnson's makes over 5,000 different podcasts, including vibrators, penis pumps, lube, blindfolds, and anti-porn crusader Catherine McKinnon's worst nightmare. Disembodied replicas of porn stars' famous bits, like Jeffrey Stryker's cock and Jenna Jameson's cooch. It hit me when I saw the recognizable crotch creations. I was visiting the place that created and still turns out Julie Ashton's ultra-realistic pussy and ass. And I was there with Julie. Life had come full circle. We, vis- we visited that very department where designers had recently taken plaster casts of the pussies of four starlets, Lexi, Monique, Alexander, and newcomer twins Lacey and Lindsay Love. From the plaster casts, a mole is created, explained Braverman. We really try to make it as close to the real thing as possible. The four plaster cunts sat in a circle, but they weren't labeled, so I wasn't sure who was whom. I noticed that a small stray piece of plaster sat next to one. One of the workers said, She had one very large labia. I had to fold over her opening to make the cast, and it broke. To demonstrate he carefully dare, I say loving, place the piece of plaster where it should be. I'm going to reattach it before I make the mold, he said. And his statement was strangely sweet. Braverman informed Julie that they've (laughs) improved the technology and the process. 
which only takes 30 minutes from start to finish. Julie considered doing a special 10th anniversary pussy and ass as we walked over to the next building. From there, it was a whirl whirlwind of sex toy production. I can't adequately describe the sight of copper cock molds moving swiftly along a conveyor belt, of toys being pulled from those molds and tossed into a cold water bath to cool, of sparkling pink jelly dongs laid out in a row, of fat baby blue butt plugs waiting patiently to be into their custom-designed packages, or the area where certain toys, known as the realistics, get a personal touch, hand-painting. Here, women... Gingerly brush pink dye onto cockheads and pussy lips and clits to mimic the engorgement's process during arousal, or draw bluish veins on peach-colored shafts. The color looked garish, but Braverman assured me that as it gets absorbed into the material, it fades and looks more natural. Rarely do people ask themselves, where do dildos come from? Before they pick one out in the store, bring it home, tear into the packaging, and take it for a test drive. They all such personal items, sorry, they are such personal items that bring us great pleasure. And there I was at this, at their place of creation. I watched with great reverence as double dongs made their way down an assembly line. Suction cups were methodical. All right. You're listening to Naughty by Natty Baby with Chimps for Champs. Wait, no, hold on. I want to do that again, but but sexier. You're listening to Naughty by Natty. You're listening to Naughty by Natty, baby. Huh? You're dumb, chimp the pimp. Mine is sexy as fuck. Okay, here we go, here we go. All right, I got this. You're listening to Naughty by Natty, baby. Stop, you unsexy bastard. I'll show you sexy. You're listening to Naughty by Natty, baby. Okay, just forget it. Uh, Natty, show them how it's done. It's Naughty by Natty, baby. Methodically attached right under the balls of realistic dildos and bottles were filled from huge vats of strawberry-scented lube. At quality control, each product was carefully inspected for imperfections. I half expected to find a testing area in a typical focus group room with one-way mirrors. This one filled with naked people trying out toys and rating them on a questionnaire. If that exists at Doc Johnson's, I didn't get to see it. I did, however, get a peek inside the new product product development department, which was the highly... Excuse me. I'm sorry, guys. I have cotton mouth and everything right now. Which was the highlight of my visit. Their designers were brainstorming ideas, experimenting, experimenting with new toys, materials, and testing different design elements. I smelled the prototype of a scented toy that were... That they are working on. It was either peach or some kind of melon. I'm not sure. I spotted a unique, uniquely shaped butt plug and asked when it would be on the market. About six months. I found inspired creations that I'd look forward to seeing on the shelf at my favorite toy shop. I felt like Donald Trump getting a look at new luxury jets before anyone else. At first glance, Doc Johnson seemed like any other factory with the hum of machines creating the soundtrack of the workday. Signs about workers' safety prominently displayed and staffers chatting on their lunch break. It seemed like a good place to work, judging by how upbeat everyone was. People smiled at me as I eyed chocolate brown dicks standing upright on a shelf, and no one seemed stressed or frantic. There was a good energy energy in the place, and I want my dildos coming from a place with good energy.
don't we all? Shit. I wonder, though, how the over 600 employees who work there don't get distracted by the things they create, handle, expect, and package every day. They are surrounded by sex life spice wrappers, masturbation tools, and battery-powered orgasm generators. How can they keep from running to the bathroom to jerk off, as I wanted to do halfway through my guided tour? Shockingly, I managed to score zero free shit for my visit, and I could really use a new Julie since I've, um, worn her out. But that's okay, because Doc Johnson's best-selling toy, the Pocket Rocket, was already in my purse. I never leave home without it. Alright, so after reading that story, I just want to mention a little thing about Tristan Terramino. Um, she actually is an American feminist author. She's also a sex educator, activist, editor, speaker, radio host, and pornographic film director. You can probably find her on Wikipedia um, if you're interested in more. Um, Some of the films that she directed were Chemistry, Extra Guide to Anal Sex, Expert Guide to Oral Sex, um, Expert Guide to all the guides. I'm just kidding. Um, Fellatio. Expert Guide to the G-Spot. Expert Guide to the Threesomes. Rough Sex 3. Adriana's Dangerous Mind. So yeah, just look her up because she's got a lot of stuff out there. Now that we've read that story, if you want, go ahead and email me any questions, concerns, anything you want to bullshit about. Uh, that's naughty by natty n a t t y at gmail dot com. And let's see. Also, I would like to point out that I am looking for somebody to interview that is into BDSM. I already have all the questions written down and it's ready to go. So it has to be somebody that like really knows about everything about it because I'm I'm curious. I'm curious. Other people may be curious, and that's the point of this podcast, is we want to know all the ins and outs. And, yeah, so please, 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 please send them my way. Um, let's see, what else? Um, I think we should do a little segment called Position of the Day. So let me whip this bad boy out. Before I read this, I want everyone to know that's listening, because I may have strangers on here and people that don't really know me, just so you know, I'm not judgmental or anything, so the way I read these are something that is already written down. It's not something I made up or anything. Um, I just don't want anyone to get offended, because this shit is, like, pretty intense with like the wording and stuff so I just wanted to throw that out there before I read it um I actually fun fact about this is I have this list of definitions of dirty definitions that I acquired from a place that I worked for about three years ago it actually was something that a dude used to sexually harass one of my coworkers with like, he literally handed it to her and was like, hey, if you ever want to try any of these, boom, let me know. This dude was, like, the creepiest dude I've ever met in my life. Like, I don't know how to explain it, 
but it, it was bad. This dude was just super bad, and he's got something wrong with him is all I can say. Like, he's probably, like, in his late 40s, and he still lived at home with his mother, and, like, he would proudly talk about it. Anyways, I'm not going to even go into that. Another time, another time. All right, position of the day. It's called <laughs> the Scrunicorn. When a dyke puts her strap on dildo on her forehead and proceeds to go at her partner like a crazed unicorn, that is the Scrunicorn. That is the position of the day. So, if you're a lesbian or you just like to use strap ons in general, give it a try. See how it works. Let me know. Because I would love to hear any story you got that has to do with that or if you try it. If somebody out there tries it and then tells me, I will interview you anonymously if you want. Or you can blast your shit out there. I don't care. You do you. Do what you got to do. Whatever you love. But, um, yeah, that's the position of the day. <laughs> so... Um, <laughs> we got some shows to plug, which are the ones that I mentioned last week. Um, I'm going to mention them again this week because they're still coming up. And I don't know if you listened last week or if you're barely listening to this episode. So, um, we're going to get into that for in a minute. But first... I would like to just say that I love you guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for giving me a chance. Um, please keep listening. Please share. Um, I mean, this is cool. This is like a really good outlet for me. Um, I just, I don't know. I'm like already addicted and I'm barely on episode two. Like it just, it actually like brings up my spirits and... I'm happy that people are listening and giving me a chance. So, thank you. And I hope I can bring you guys some joy and laughter and awareness um, for just things in general. Sexually, mentally, um, addictions, whatever anybody wants to talk about that is like deep, dark secrets, I would say. Because I feel like people don't have an outlet enough to talk about it or they don't feel comfortable. So that's why I want to do this podcast and basically just let it out there. And like I said, we can do interviews or talk about anything you want anonymously. So um, also on a funnier and higher note than what I just was talking about. Can I just say that I can't believe in the last episode that I could not read and say out loud vaginally. And I did it twice. What did I say? Vaginally. I could not say that word to save my life. And then listening to the podcast after (laughs) it went on air and I didn't even notice that like because I didn't really listen to the whole podcast before I edited the entire thing. But that shit was fucking hilarious um i literally was like what the fuck did i just say (laughs) but i was told you know 
tomato tomato so <laughs> potato potato whatever <laughs> yeah I just had to throw that out there all right let's get serious for a second so I can plug these bands in so Saturday June 5th the Genesis system squared the posters and crack rabbit all at the yucca tap room and I'm gonna play a little clip of their music just so you guys can like get a little sample and whether you like the music or not you should still show up and support your fucking local band as always you shouldn't think about it just fucking do it Friday, June 18th at the Marquee, Authority Zero. Jesus fucking Christ! I can't announce anything today. Pronounce. Anyways, Authority Zero, Ollie Ollie Oxen Free, record release show. With special guests, Miles to Nowhere and Mad Dog Tannen. This time, I said both of their names right, unlike last time. And this time, I fucked up Authority Zero's fucking name, so whatever. But here's some more little sneak peek clips of the bands they're going to be playing on Friday, June 18th at the Marquee. Last but not least, Friday, June 25th, again at the Yucca Tap Room, 29 West Southern Avenue in Tempe. Album release show for TV Tragedy, The Fall. Do not miss it, because it's going to be a great fucking show. Guaranteed. They're going to have The Lion Cutters, Birth of Monsters, and Squared. So check it out. And hopefully somebody will do a Facebook Live if people can't make it or whatever. But here's some more clips. No! So there you have it guys and 
I'm going to be playing a song by Chimps for Champs from their Summer Feelings Volume 3 album. It's actually a compilation album. Um, their song Saturday, and it's by RTTB Records. That's Ramon to the Bone. It's a Germany label. You can find that record at rttbrecords.bandcamp.com. So uh, thanks for listening in. And I have developed a head cold for the past three days, so it's hard for me to breathe and speak. So I'm glad that you guys were patient with me and trying to read that last story. It's not always going to be like this. I'm not illiterate, illiterate, I promise. Um, But yes, it is hard for me to think straight. It is hard for me to even speak or breathe. So thank you. And um, again, um, go look up this band, Chimps for Champs, on Spotify. They have other um, songs on Spotify other than this. compilation with other bands it's a really good album i listened to the whole thing so yeah go ahead and check them out thank you guys love you so much Can you turn off our song Saturday and put on the Naughty by Natty podcast? Is it Tuesday already? I always remember that the new episodes come out because of cunt. Uh, I'm sorry, you said cunt? See you next Tuesday. Uh, C starts with an S and U starts with a Y. Wouldn't that be S-Y-N-T? I don't get it. C is for C. No, C is for cookie, but that's another topic altogether.
The new episodes come out on your favorite streaming devices on Tuesday, cunt. You mean saint or, or saint? No, I mean you're a cunt. Hey, keep listening to more naughty by naughty, baby.